Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five restaurants at Walt Disney World. List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 26, where we discuss the top five restaurants at Walt Disney World. Before we get to the list, if you've been jo- enjoying the show, please take the time to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to share us with friends, family, and whoever else you think might help, might like listening. Help us to uh, continue to grow. We've actually had some really great interactions this past week on social media, Rob. Um, yeah. They, you know, some people... It's it's funny because we weren't really sure what we were going to record. I said, "Hey, what should we record?" Um, you know, in our next few episodes, and we kind of already had discussed the top five restaurants thing. Mm-hmm. And literally, the first response I got was from someone saying, "You should do a thing about re- restaurants." <laughs> so I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. I really am. So we should like should we pause it and then actually come up with a list for restaurants? No, I'm just kidding. We already did. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. We already did. Yeah, yeah, we're all set. Um, the weather. Right now oh is absolutely crazy. Yeah, my wife showed me. She says, "Look at this," and you know, she's always showing me something wild on her phone, so I never know what to expect. And she showed me it was, you know, the U.S. map, and if the area was in red, it meant it was being affected by weather, extreme weather in yeah. some way. And I would honestly say it was like eighty percent of the country. <laughs> it's crazy. I think that's why I don't have a problem talking about it because it's not even localized. Like yeah. this is literally. Like 75 to 80% of the country is yeah. dealing with this. And I can tell you right now that the wind at my house is is among the strongest winds I've seen. That's crazy. I mean, we're getting it off and on. We have a lot of trees around our house. So, I mean, yeah. we can hear it. We're not quite getting as hit as hard. But, um, I mean, what's what's essentially happening here where we are in western New York is, you know, we're getting a ton of rain. And then the temperature is going to drop. And then it's just going to be like a hockey rink all over. So yeah, it should be should be fun on the roads. Be safe, everybody. Yeah. Um, over the what is it? Over the river and through the woods. Yeah, to yeah. grandmother's house. We skate. Is that yeah. what we're doing? We're, we're going to have to. We're going to have to skate there. I think I still got a pair of Bauer skates somewhere I could put back on. I don't think they're very sharp though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been, been a long time since I've used those hockey skates. Yeah, you, you might need to get those uh, get those sharpened. <laughs> Um, I'll probably step on them and like roll both of my ankles simultaneously. (laughs) So uh, another thing I wanted to to mention and bring up uh, while we're recording this, this is actually, we're we're not quite to Christmas yet. This will be released, um, you know, right before things or right before uh, New Year's, I should say. Yep. Um, And we kind of, as Disney people got a gift this week, actually yesterday. Mm hmm. What was that gift, Rob? Well, yesterday, um, obviously, we're teachers, and I was teaching my class. I was in the computer lab, and in walks Nick with a big smile on his face, which could literally mean anything. (laughs) So he comes up to me with a smile, holds up his phone, and there is a picture of the Walt Disney World Railroad working. Yeah. So cast um, cast member previews were yesterday. I'm not sure if they're doing them again today or not. Um but they had said that they were going to open for the holiday season, and it's not yet Christmas, so I guess technically it's opening for the holiday season. That's great. So anybody that's maybe going through Christmas and through New Year's might have the opportunity to take a ride. That's what it seems like. And they showed some. They did show some uh, video on, or someone showed video on Twitter of them riding through the tunnel near Tron. 
Wow. So that was kind of cool. And, like, I don't know if it was it, for the preview they purposely timed it this way. But as you're going through, there are these, like, windows in, in the tunnel. It's little, like, windows that were there. Really? Like, before, they, before they entered. And as they're going in, you see, they're like, there's these windows. They're, they're like what you would see in a basement. So, like, they're, like, easement windows. Or uh, what do they call those? Not easement windows, but it doesn't matter. Egress windows. Okay. Yes. They're like those. And as they're going through, you see Tron perfectly no do way. a test run through on it. And like they're they're going through the window. They're they're filming from the train in the tunnel through a window. Wow. And Tron. So I'm not sure if they just like purposely timed it that way and released that video. But that was pretty cool. Think about what that would look like at night. Oh my gosh. That'd be amazing. It would be. You know, I was thinking too, I hadn't even really thought about this until I was, you know, at home and before I before I uploaded the uh, the audio from the last time when we were talking about the railway, and that was that it actually would also give you a great way to get to the front of the park when you're not watching fireworks. Oh, so yeah. you know how crowded it gets, right? And yeah. people, you know, don't stand here; it's a walkway. Yet, what does everybody do? They stand there, and then the uh, cast members try to get them out of the way. And... Or a lady with an umbrella <laughs> stands in front of you and puts her umbrella up right in your face. Yeah, pokes you in the eye. Uh-huh. Um, either way, it's it's impossible to get from the from behind the castle, yeah, through the hub to the front in any kind of timely manner. When you're talking about that time of of night, if you were in the park, maybe you wanted to ride. I know this isn't going to be available anymore, but if you wanted to ride Splash during fireworks and you rode Splash and then wanted to leave. Or Big Thunder. That would be a great Yeah, too. Big Thunder. Anything in the back of the park where yeah. now with that reopened, I mean, couldn't you just jump right on the train and yeah, ride or, to the front? Or maybe you um, your kids are tired and you're in the back of the park and you're like, oh, man, I got to try to get through that giant crowd. Mm-hmm. You hop on the Walt Disney World Railroad. And you zip around and it takes you back to Main Street. Yeah. And you get off and you can head home. I guess I just, I I was thinking of it from a purely attractive or attraction standpoint and not from the transportation standpoint. Yeah, true. So I think it's going to be great to have it back. I'm excited because, like I said, I'm a noob and I have not ridden that. It's um, so relaxing. Um, you know, and I love uh, the Liberty Bell. I know a lot of people don't, but I like it because it is relaxing. Mm-hmm. And I feel it. Actually, it's moving just fast enough to give you some breeze. I love the views of Big Thunder from the Liberty Bell. Um, so I find those kinds of rides like that and the people mover relaxing. I'm really excited to, to take my first uh, ride on the railway. That's great. Yeah. You'll love it. Your whole family will. I'm sure they will. So uh, we're going to take a quick break here, but um, who's? I know you've been working on lining up some different musical acts. Wow, Were you talking with somebody to yeah, try to line so, up? You know, one of my friends was commenting on social media that they felt like we were overlooking someone. And so this week, uh, we have Kajagugu. Really? Yeah. They said they were too shy originally, but now now they're going to be playing the Skills Halftime Show. Wait, I think, I think I hear them. Do oh, you hear them? Yeah. Sound check. Wow. They're doing a sound check right now. I wonder what they're playing. Wow. There they are. There they are. Whoa. We must have really crushed our budget with this one. Yeah. I spent... Well, they haven't put out a record in a while. Was this one affordable? Was it within our budget? It was definitely definitely affordable. What's our budget? 35 bucks now? Yeah, 34 34 $34.67. Well, how much did this come to? We still have to pay the uh, rest we, of our fees. 34 66 We have to pay my mortgage. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, folks, we'll be back after this. Welcome back. So today we're going to talk about um, the top five restaurants, but the reality is that we have very, very different dining preferences. Yeah, and we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. You know, I will lean heavily on Nick for this one, and I think if you're a longtime listener, you know that our family has some dietary issues. We have some people with celiac disease, so we haven't been to a lot of the uh, table service and which we have recently when we went on our, our sort of joint family vacation. But I know a lot of the quick service and uh, things like that that, I, you know, I'm not necessarily going to say are not going to be on the list. Well, so. I think I think they're completely OK to be on the list. They're restaurants, right? Yeah. They You get food, you sit down. I think for me, the only thing they didn't qualify is like the you know turkey leg cart you know, <laughs> or like getting uh, the the egg rolls, the cheeseburger egg rolls. It's too expensive. Oh my gosh! Nine, was that nine fifty or something? Or I, know, I was going to guess forty bucks. Yo, it, it might be, might be. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only thing I would say doesn't for me count as a restaurant. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'll be honest with you, I've got a quick service on my list. So, well, I do too, actually. But I think Nick and I talk about this a lot and have, and we know what we like, we know what we don't like. I think we may overlap on a couple of them. That's possible. And I if think we, we do, do, we can yeah. we can sort of jump in, but. Um, yeah, I'll kick things off. Uh, and for me, this uh, my list was based on you know d- different factors, and one of them was this experience was a lot of fun for us. I'm not going to necessarily say this was the greatest food that I've had, but I enjoyed the experience. And uh, what I want to put at number five, and I don't, I don't know if Nick's going to agree with me on this, but I'm going to put Beaches and Cream for number five. I don't agree. It's not on my list. I think experience-wise, it was some of the best cast member interactions with my children. Yes, me too. It was a great experience for us, and we we knew a lot about it going in. We knew about the kitchen sink, which is like this giant thing that um, they literally serve it in something that looks like a kitchen sink. Yeah. And it's how many scoops? I used to know at one point how, how big it was. Too many. It basically feeds a family of like six or seven. I can't imagine tackling it with less than that. That's for sure. And I don't know how many people can eat this. It's an this gigantic ice cream sundae. I feel like the ice cream sundae is going to melt before you even get to the bottom of it because it's ever been, so huge. Yeah, have you ever been to a, a Ben and Jerry's and seen somebody do the Vermonster, they call it? Mm-mm. So it's the same thing. For, for listeners who don't know what the kitchen sink is, but you do know... Uh, what the Vermonster is, it's the same thing. I can tell you it's about the same size, and I can tell you it took my entire varsity baseball team to Jeez. tackle a Vermonster. We went to the um, we went to Vermont to the um, Ben and Jerry's factory one time, but I was probably like eleven years old or something. I don't really remember it. Yeah, but I would put Beaches and Cream as, as number five. We had a great interaction. And I can't remember why, but they, oh, there was some goof up in the kitchen. They, they, so they brought out my son. He got like rainbow sherbet, this huge thing of rainbow sherbet, and he was eating away. And the cast member comes up and they're like, and they said, well, there was kind of a mix up, and uh, here's a second one. So sets it down, and like my son's eyes are popping out of his head. He got two, yeah, two giant things, and um, 
we all kind of ate off of each other's and it was fun and there was no way we we even ate half of all the ice cream that they gave us at at beaches and cream and for, also for people that are not familiar with where it is it's located at the Beach Club, which is one of the resorts that is kind of in the Epcot neighborhood where you, if you go out the back door of Epcot, which is the, uh, it's called the International Showcase Entrance. Is that right? International Gateway. International yeah. Gateway. Yeah. If you exit there, it's uh, the hotel right around the corner. Now, Nick has stayed there before, mm-hmm. and um, I think we went we went and walked around before because i think our trip was before your trip it was so we went over just to kind of snoop and see oh here's here's where nick's gonna stay and we ended up getting a reservation and um, that's the last thing i was going to mention too is if you want to go there don't just show up yeah because there's there's always a wait list so make sure you um you get a reservation in advance for beaches and cream mm-hmm. any the, comments the food i will say is um you know dinery fair type stuff um it's not it's good, not great. Um, the service, I think, is what really makes it a place that I could see why it would be on your list. Um, yeah, our server was fantastic. Yeah, my my son, I forget why it happened, but something happened where they brought him out a a, a fake Sunday, <laughs> and the Sunday was like chili, <laughs> a bowl of chili with two crackers that made it look like a like Mickey ears, <laughs> um, and to this day, he'll be like, that was the most disgusting thing ever. I can't believe they brought that out and grossed me out because I think they put, like, a dollop of whipped cream or something on top. I don't remember. <laughs> Whatever. It wasn't sour cream? No, because I remember him being, like, totally grossed out by it, like, because it was a joke. And they didn't do it as, like, he had wanted something. In it. Um, and then my daughter had gotten – whatever she had ordered was massive, right? And she came out and her eyes got huge. And my mother had said something along the lines of, you need a bigger spoon. They brought her out a serving spoon. <laughs> Not not a tablespoon, not a bigger like soup spoon, like no. a four or five inch spoon. One of those big giant like the things that you have at a barbecue where you're serving like the mac salad. Oh with. my gosh! One of those big giant ones you get in a restaurant. You know what I mean? And they brought that out for her. So please tell a, me she used it. Oh, she did. There That's was, funny. There's a picture of her like with a whole thing of of ice cream uh, <laughs> on the the spoon and and so yeah, the service there is great. They they really know how to cater to their. To, to the people that are there. It's a lot of families, so it's a, it's a place you can go that you don't have to worry if you're all sweaty and, you know, whatever from the day in the parks. So yeah, I mean, and it's indoor and air-conditioned. Yeah. I, it, I should probably mention that, too. Yeah. Um, so I, I – it was it was good. I wouldn't put it on my top five, but I, I'm coming from it from a different right. point you, of view. Right. You also have much more to pull from that, than yeah. we do. But, but you didn't – yeah. I mean, I can't say that it wouldn't be on my honorable mention because it would be. I mean, it would definitely be an honorable mention for me. No, I'm glad you liked it too. Yeah. We we thought it was an awesome experience. Yeah. So number five for me is beaches and cream. For me, number five is something I believe, based on what your number five is, I believe is going to be on your list somewhere. But number five for me is Skipper Canteen. Um, Skipper's Canteen is the best um, table service restaurant in Magic Kingdom. I, you can't. To me, you can't argue that. I don't know how you could possibly argue that. Uh, the food is unique. Um, it's it's reminiscent a little bit of what you get over in Animal Kingdom because um, it's got those spices, uh, those like I don't know another way to describe it other than warming, like those warm spices to them. Um, I am upset that they did take the Thai noodle dish off of the menu. Um, it that was, was really good. I had that yeah, once. Yeah, and I had it this summer. It's one of my favorites. Um, but it'll come back, I'm sure. The 
The decor in there is great, and it's just enough of that kitschy joke stuff that you get over with, with Jungle Cruise. You get that over there because the skippers you know, are supposedly over there too. You know, it's kind of like that. That's the whole theme there. Um, I've lucked out and been able to stay in the SEA room, uh, Society of Explorers and Ventures, um, twice now. So I, the reason I like that is because you walk through that bookcase. It's kind of cool, and you get to see the round, um, the round table there with the butterfly butterflies tab, yeah. the butterfly table i've not yeah. sat at the butterfly table yet i was kind of hoping we would last time but we were close we, we were two tables away but we had eight people so it's tough to fit that many in that table it's quieter in that room i feel than, yeah, it, it, is nice. the, than it is in the main room um closer the, to the restroom yeah. if you have young kids they yeah. can zip right over the the cast members i feel are so knowledgeable about the menu too um, I mean that's true at every single Disney restaurant, but but they're really knowledgeable there about the about the menu. But they're also quite funny, um, you know the jokes. I'm not going to ruin the jokes for somebody who's never been there, you know. But but they tell the same kind of Jungle Cruise style jokes, which we know that I don't like on the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> but we don't. I don't like them because it sounds like it's being yelled at me through a tin can, whereas walking through a restaurant is kind of funny. <laughs> Could you tell what I said? Uh, something about the backside of water. Yep. Okay. All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think the menu is great. It's eclectic. It has something for everybody. And in a park that, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of walking, they have light options that are still filling. I, don't, I know that seems contradictory, but it, it's stuff that's not going to weigh you down necessarily. They have. I, I really enjoy it. I know you like it too, so I'm sure it's somewhere on your list, but... Um, yeah, number five for me, Skipper's Canteen. We'll see. Notice I didn't say too much. Yeah. Hint, hint. No spoilers, folks. No spoilers. Okay. Now, number four for me uh, is a place that I've had discussions with Nick about many times before, which I will say we like this place so much that uh, my wife and I decided to go there for our anniversary dinner. <laughs> Did you know that story? Yeah, I think you told me one yeah. time. Yeah. So we were actually uh, in Animal Kingdom for our anniversary one year, and we decided we would celebrate our anniversary with our kids. You know, our kids are with us, but well, that's fine. So we had our anniversary dinner at Satuli Canteen in Pandora. Look, I it's not on my list. <laughs> I love and it. And the only reason it's not on my list is, at least likely, only reason that it's not on my list is I've only eaten one thing there and that was it i had a hamburger pot or cheeseburger pod whatever yeah. they're called mm -hmm. that was the only thing i've ever had there and it was you know it was really good but it was in 2019 that was the last time i ate there it was the first time i ate there uh and it was just to get a you know quick snack i split an order of that with my wife my son got some um you know a drink with boba balls or whatever they're called boba mm -hmm. boba in them boba fets yeah boba fets yep. in them i almost said that actually yeah um <laughs> so <laughs> uh he he enjoyed it I can totally see why it's uh, on your list. So we are big uh, Chipotle fans because it's very easy <clears throat> to eat gluten-free there. Yeah. And you see it being prepared right in front of you. And when we first did our research about this particular restaurant, uh, you know, part of that research is watching lots of YouTube and seeing what the different options were for food. And it reminded us, similar to that kind of style of chipotle where they kind of do a, a bed of rice and then they'll put like beans or some kind of shredded beef over top and we know that that's something that our kids really enjoy and something that we really enjoy and i wouldn't say it's a copycat of chipotle chipotle i'm gosh i almost said it like my mother does 
<laughs> we know somebody else who says it that way too. <laughs> oh my lord. But the food is great, and, and it's similar to what you said earlier where it has more of that kind of African spice mixed with a little bit of more of the Mexican spice. It's, it's hard to describe. Disney does a really good job of coming up with unique flavors. But I would say if you haven't been there before and you have younger kids, I think it's something that is not too spicy and too drastically different than sort of a, you know, more of an American style um, Mexican food. You know what I mean by American I, style Mexican food? Yeah, I do. It's a little bit different. Yeah. But um, not authentic. We loved it. And there was a lot of different choices. Um, we've eaten there, I don't know, maybe three or four times. And I think the only thing I wasn't a huge fan of is. One time we got it, and it was I got it with it's almost a roast beef that was on on top of the meal because they make it look like it's from another planet, similar to what they do over in Galaxy's Edge. So it it has kind of it's kind of like the cheeseburger pods too. Mm-hmm. They look kind of otherworldly, but for this particular one, it was you know the bed of rice and the beans, and then there was like maybe a four inch circular cut of roast beef on the top, okay. and it, it was I, I like. And I, I know you're a, you're a big um, barbecue guy too. I I don't like mine undercooked, and I feel like it was too pink for me, the, on top. And I like it. Mine like to be. I, I like a medium to medium well somewhere around there. And this wasn't. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of going into the weeds about how I like my uh, my food cooked, but he likes it dead. Yeah, dry, <laughs> burned to a crisp. <laughs> Uh, but overall, besides that, it's a great experience, and I would say the majority of the things that we have tried there, we all loved, and we will kind of try each other's just to try some different things from uh, all our different family members. But we are big fan of Satuli Canteen, and that is my number four. What do you have? Um, so for my number four, I am going to go to a quick service. Uh, all it's right. A, it's a quick service that I go to every single trip. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. Um and it's probably the second one that we'll overlap on, and that's where it'll probably end. But uh, La Cantina de San Angel. It is, is not. It is on my honorable <clears throat> mention. Wow. Yeah. That is shocking. I love that place, I know too. you love that place. Mm-hmm. I like everything about this place. I like the fact that if you – and I don't know why people don't – I feel like more people don't know about this than do know about it. Um, you can – this is air conditioned. It's an air conditioned quick service. If you or, play it right, it, or it's not air conditioned. It depends. <laughs> yeah, it depends. <laughs> if you know the secret. Yeah. So you have to go around the corner and go into, uh, into the restaurant, the actual table service restaurant during the day. And not a lot of people know is, you can even go in there. Right. Is air conditioned. It's nice. You can sit down, relax. Um, if you eat outside in the little patio, I would say look out for the Disney birds because oh, they will yeah. s- literally steal your food off your plate. The ibis um, birds, I think they're called, with yeah. the the white birds with the yeah. orange curved beaks. Yeah, um, I love. I've tried numerous things on that menu, and I've loved every single thing I've tried. Yeah, me too. I I like a good um, barbacoa. My son loves good barbacoa, and they have some good barbacoa. Um, they have great drinks there. You can get you know your margaritas you can get um, oh they're good they're strong yeah they yeah they are that's for sure i was surprised how strong their margaritas yeah. were it's yeah. good i'm not complaining no i was not prepared with, no I, I, it's like getting kicked pretty yeah. hard with it and it's great yeah. do they make their own tequila no that's over in uh, um across well, they the don't way. make it but they they have a special tequila for um la cava um mm. over in the over in the uh, pyramid there okay but um yeah, the, I I personally think 
that a trip to Epcot, a trip to Disney is not complete until I have lunch in Epcot at La Cantina. Me too. And when we were planning our trip together, we both kind of <laughs> we were like, well, let's let's go here first and then we can we can get lunch over at uh, you know, San Angel and and Nick looks at me he's like, "Oh, definitely." I'm like, "Well, us too." So that's good. It was yeah. like that was our lunch place, yeah. and we do that every single time, yeah. no matter what. It, you know, the line also always seems so long there, and that's a good thing, right? That obviously tells you the food's good. Yeah. But I think the the what's amazing there is that it goes by so quickly. Like there, the line is not. We don't. I don't recall mobile ordering there. I don't uh, know if they take I mobile didn't. order. So, I know I didn't because I remember standing in line and it was ordering. quick. It was quick. I had so for so for the gluten free crowd, and I know we have a handful of people listening. Well, more, most of it's gluten free, really. Yeah, but I ordered. I got a shrimp taco. Oh, last that's time. on flour. Well, I got the variety. No, I got them on. I got them all on corn tortillas, and I forgot what specifically what it was. But there was, um, I think it was one was a barbacoa and a chicken and then a shrimp. Yeah. And when I got the shrimp one, it was fried shrimp, breaded fried shrimp. Which I was like, uh, okay, so I I had to you know pick that out and um, you know I don't I don't have celiac disease I'm gluten free by choice so if I take the things out of my food I I could still eat the rest of it and not not get sick whereas my son and wife would get very sick if they ate something that even came in contact with with gluten at all so that was the really only only the goof that if you're um, if you're into uh, shrimp at all? Um, I wouldn't recommend the shrimp because it was breaded. But did you did you ask if it was breaded with flour? Because it could have been corn flour. It, it could have been, been. It didn't look it like been that. Almond flour. It could yeah. have been. It it looked it looked kind of crumbly, almost like the outside of a tater tot, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a like a beer batter. Yeah, like a and, fish. and like, I could have asked. You're right, but I was. We were se- seated and we were having a conversation. I just said. I picked them off. I don't know if I offered them to, to your kids or something. But I, can't, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember because I remember. I remember I got the same thing, mm-hmm. and I will tell you that that's enough food for me. Like they, they don't skimp. Those tacos are full, yeah. in my opinion. Um, they have some good sauces to go on them. Salsa Verde is really good there. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, I just I love that place. It's a great quick service it really is i it's think just enough lunch food it's not too heavy it's not too spicy that the kids have to run to the bathroom after you have the lunch so it's, yeah it's good yeah and and it, you, you know you can dial up the spice if you want like my son loves spicy food and oh yeah he does in like i mean right now he's going through his his advent calendar this year was a hot sauce advent calendar <laughs> um, i didn't even know that existed oh yeah so he's on <laughs> he's on number 23 today that's, and it's uh that's cool uh, you know, he's got his ghost pepper ones and I mean, he eats some hot stuff. So for him, he'll, he'll put the, uh, you know, all the salsas and stuff on there and wants to try them all. Yeah. He, he really likes it. My daughter really likes it there. Um, it's, it's a great, great quick service in my opinion. It might be, might be my favorite quick service in a park. That's a good one. And, uh, like I said, it's on my honorable mention, but, um, now my number three, We've mentioned already, and that is Skipper Canteen. I won't do a big dramatic lead up to this one since we've already discussed it. Skipper Canteen's food is fantastic, and they have a lot of gluten-free options there. And I remember before we first booked it, this is maybe maybe three or four years ago before we went there, and we've been there twice now, that there was an article we found online. It was best restaurants for people with celiac disease. 
and Skipper Canteen was number one because it had the most options. It had the most variety. So we were like, heck yeah, we booked it. And, you know, we're always kind of nervous going to a new restaurant. And, you know, Nick's family was really good when we were booking the different restaurants we did for our trip because we did research and found out if there was going to be uh, gluten-free options. But Skipper Tan- Canteen was great. Um, I think when you walk in, they do just the right amount of humor, uh, like Nick said, but then they don't carry it on through the whole time because you're having conversation, you're kind of relaxing, you're, you're, you're kind of hitting the reset button to be able to go back out into the heat again. And, you know, they'll little, do little jokes here or there, but they don't lay it on as thick as I thought they would. Yeah. I thought everything was going to be a sarcastic joke. Well, it's not like going to prime time, right, where you're getting made fun of or yelled at for your elbows on the table, which I will refuse to eat at a restaurant like that, especially with my kids. My son would be, like, mortified. And so, but at Skipper's, it's, like, just the right amount. It's on your walk to the table. They'll joke. um, And they might tell you a couple other jokes, like, about some of the stuff. But it's it's a good mix. It really is. I feel like they hire people, too, who are funny and have social skills enough to be able to kind of recognize who this family is mm-hmm. is this family laughing as you're telling the jokes on the way to their table and you can kind of read them okay seems like a family that wants to have a good time yeah if you have a dad that maybe i mean this isn't it can be us but this usually isn't us who's going back hard with all the jokes and trying to be funny they'll kind of go to battle with that dad a little yeah. bit um but no and seriously we we're just kind of there and laughing and having a good time yeah, and it, it's We're, a great meal. Yeah. It really is. And it's a great break because it's a park you maybe don't want to leave. And I yeah. have one tiny little criticism. Okay. And that is between the first time we went and the second time we went, the portions were a little smaller. Well, I mean, Christine McCarthy. I know. <laughs> it's so, good for your waistline. I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to fill my waistline back yeah. up. But that was really my only thing. I would say it's just, it's a fantastic one. I love it. I love it so much that it is number three on my list. So um, what do you have for three? So my number three is a restaurant that I immediately fell in love with the minute that I, that I ate there this past trip. Uh, we flew into town. Um, it was like mid morning and went right over to, uh, Disney Springs and we had a reservation at Boathouse. Oh, nice. I've heard a lot of good things. That place. I, if we have one nearby, I would be, I'd be there all the time. Great. It's expensive. I get it. It's you're, you're paying signature, you know, signature dining type, um, prices. It was so good. What did you get when you went there? Did you get seafood? Um, I got, well, I started off with oysters, which was just absolutely phenomenal. Um, cause I, I love a good oyster. We had a mixture of things on the table. We had some seafood, we had some steaks, we had, uh, my son got, um, filet mignon sliders. What? Yeah. They're, they're petite filet sliders. <laughs> uh, they were like a steak that you can bite through like a burger. I mean, cool. come on now. Um, sounds great. It, it was by far um, the best meal I've had in Disney Springs. Um, and that's that's saying a lot because I I mean, there's some good meals there. I just personally think that that, that dining experience is great. Um, it can get loud. I'll, I'll say that. It, it certainly can get loud in that dining room. But it's a really, really nice place to relax. Um, I like all the restaurants in Disney Springs, but that one in particular jumped out and was like, oh, my gosh, I've yeah. got to come back to this. I, 
I have one in my honorable mention, and that was uh, Frontera, where um, my wife and I, again, we go a lot of times when it's our anniversary, because our anniversary is in August, and uh, we went there for our anniversary one time, just the two of us. My my family took the kids, and that place was was fantastic. Uh, Nick's showing me a picture right now of these these sliders. Sliders. I didn't know what to picture in my head because when I think sliders, I think mini burgers, but I didn't I didn't it's know whether or not they were in a bun or not. Oh yeah, it's like literally two pieces of petite fillet <laughs> on a bun with these ridiculous fries, and like Rob can attest to this. The mound of fries that you get with this. They don't skimp on portions no. there. And they're those the shoestring fries, which yeah. I really like too. Yeah. And I had seared mahi or seared ahi, I should say. Um, it was so good. Um, they did it just so perfectly. So, last right. question with the sliders, just because I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Is it just bun and the slider, or do they do like an A1 or some kind of house? So I'm just curious because it's more, it seems like it's something that's more yeah. burger related. Is there a sauce? I, if, Nick's making a face right now. Well, but I'm just wondering. Filet. You don't put A1. Well, I, don't, on a, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. Like, I can't recall. I know that my son doesn't like a lot of condiments on his meat. Sure. So I can assure you that his were not adorned with any kind of condiment and if it was it was on the side yeah um as so i don't know what it is on the menu but i do know that my son would have immediately said i don't want that on there he just doesn't well for the record i'm not putting a1 steak sauce on that either a1 for me goes on like like a steakum thing that you get that are frozen oh my gosh that's the only thing i'll put a1 on yeah or or mustard cube steak for, did you hear that? Yeah, or mustard. I, I that's you. another good one for mustard. Okay. I don't dislike the mustard. Just okay. It's just... it's number three. I still like it. <laughs> I didn't take it off of the list completely. A one is off the list there's, completely. There's a callback, folks. If you if you've been listening along, you know that this is a, a an argument waiting waiting to happen. Um, yeah, I, Boathouse. If you haven't been there and you enjoy table service, you need to go. I, that, that's where I'm going to stop and just say that. Um, I hate that. This is weird. I hate that I went there and liked it so much because it means that <laughs> you got to go back and spend gonna, more money. It's well, not that. It's <laughs> that it's going to be very difficult for me to pick a different place to eat at Disney Springs, and there's so many good places to eat. And I'm like, well, man, I really want to go. To then the you got to build in more time off where you can do one day at Boathouse and one day yeah. at wherever else. That's you why I'm go. saying I hate it, like because it's that good. It yeah. is. It is definitely a place that I would go back to again and again and again. They've got a great wine list. They've got a decent beer list. I they feel like you it. talked about that Irish food place a couple times too. I can't remember no, what that one I've never was called. Been, uh, Raglan Road. I've Did never you been. talk about that once? No, I think okay. that that might be. You're confusing us with or me with our friend who's been there before. Oh yes, yes, so, yes, yes, but. Yeah, so that's my number three is Boathouse. What do you got for number two? My number two and number one could really be interchangeable because I I love them both so much. But I think at the end of the day, one ended up being the clear winner for a, a specific reason I'll get to in a moment. But my number two, it, I have eaten at this place for breakfast. It is very famous for breakfast and not quite as famous for lunch and dinner. But um, my favorite place uh, my second favorite place to eat at Walt Disney World is Ohana. Really? Yes. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Okay. And I'm trying to read where you're going with this, whether, where, if this is even on yours this or This is not, not even, th- I will tell you that. It's not on your list at all? No, and it's, it would barely make my honorable mention. Oh my mention. God, I love this place so much. Yeah. And not just because of the giant plate of shrimp that I devoured. Yeah, I've eaten there, 
I'll go ahead. I'll let you. No, go it's ahead. fine. And I'll, hey, I'll let you talk about it, it, and then I'll give you my two cents. We we loved it. We loved it for a lot of reasons. We loved the breakfast food. It was nice that we could eat. We could probably eat ninety percent of what was on the menu for breakfast, which was great. And I mean, and keep in mind here, and I, I this is for our listeners, and Nick knows this too. But we are. We have a food allergy, and for us, when we go to a restaurant and we can eat like ninety percent of what's on the menu, that's awesome. Yeah. So when we have our breakfast, we get a little bit of everything. You know, there's the different meats, there's sausages and bacon and eggs and all things that are you know kind of naturally gluten free. So when we had our breakfast there, it was great. I think I don't know if it was the French toast or the bread or whatever it was, we couldn't have. So we told our server, who is fantastic, by the way. We told our server we couldn't have it, and he brought out these gluten-free donuts that were like these cinnamon donuts, which were so good. We ate so much food. They had to roll us out of there. And then we um, we had dinner there one night with Nick and his family, and I've told this story before on the podcast where I ate more shrimp than the size of my head. I just kept eating it and eating it. It was that, and it was steak, and it was uh, broccoli and rice and all these different things that were, um, you know, gluten-free we didn't have to worry we ate and ate and nobody got sick it was it was fantastic yeah, at the end of the meal rob looked like big al i did i did yeah and i even had the guitar too yeah <laughs> but you know i can i can go on and on about how great it is and i i think nick understands kind of where i'm coming from here with having that freedom to just eat what's ever on the table um but and i also understand why it wouldn't be on somebody's list too that makes sense. Yeah. But for us, we're mega excited for that reason. First time we went there was our first time bringing the family. And I, I I, had been to Polynesian before, but they hadn't been there before. So it was a really exciting for them. It was just a really nice day for them to um, experience the Polynesian Hotel. So yeah. I won't go on too long about Ohana, but um, I'd like to, I, I, I love I mean, it. I would like to say, because I don't want people to think that I don't like Ohana. I just want to explain where I'm coming from. First of all, I... 100% agree with you about the breakfast. I think it's got a sleeper breakfast. It's mm-hmm. expensive for what it is, but it's really good. Um, it's it's a better, for me, it's a place that I would like to go to for breakfast solely because it's not as loud as like your chef's, Chef Mickey's or whatever. Yep. Yep. It's got the kid interaction when they do the little uh, parade around the, around the restaurant. The food is, you know, it's your standard, um, you know, all you care to enjoy breakfast food at Disney. Um, dinner, I feel, suffers from service. So they rush you. They do. Um, you're not wrong they, about that. They kind of make you feel like you're annoying them because they can't, you can't, they can't turn over the table quick enough. Yeah. Um, which bugs the heck out of me. Like, I don't want to be rushed. And when you're talking about all you care to enjoy, and you're rushed, you end up enjoying too much because you feel like you have to eat it, and then you're you're stuffed before your brain even realizes you're you're stuffed. And, and we I, eat fast to begin with because we're teachers. I mean, right? Yeah, we got, have this conversation a lot. Yeah, you got you know 10, 15 minutes to eat your lunch, and, and that's so, what we do every day. I, so you're, I, I sit and have, have lunch with Nick every day, and we have such a short amount of time that we just scarf down whatever yeah. we're eating for lunch. And so I, for me, if the service changed. And I feel like also it's not as good in the current iteration of the way they cook the chicken and the way they cook the the beef because now you're not getting – used to be that you would, they would come over and they would serve it from the skewers. And obviously, you know, pandemic and on, it, that doesn't make as much sense. And so you're not getting – 
I felt like it was overcooked, I guess is my thing. But you even mentioned that you like medium to medium I well. Do. Everything seemed golden to me. I, I like somewhere it. from medium rare to mooing. Yeah. Is what and, I like. And that's fine. Like this, I, I'm not one in this specific instance to say that's wrong. You know, like I understand that like everyone has their own preferences with, with how they like that yeah. cooked. Like if they brought me a burger and it was charred around the outside and black, I'd be like, sweet. Yeah. You know, cause it's, you know, I, I, everyone likes it their own different way. Yeah, and that's, and, that's good. And I think, look, it's a good restaurant. I just, for me, the service has suffered um, greatly. But I will say, the bread pudding, which you cannot, which your family cannot partake in. I've had it before. Um, Mandy's family used to have it all the time, too. It's utterly ridiculous. Yeah, her, her grandmother used to make that. So I've had it. And Quick hack, if you want some. Yeah. And you... Uh, don't want to go to Ohana, or if you want just the noodles. Or well, if you I always want, just... want to go to Ohana. Well, right, but listen, if you only want one part, like <laughs> sure. if you only want the sticky wings, you only want the the. Um, I would even mention the, the sticky wings. Yeah, Those sticky, are so good too. The sticky wings, the noodles, the the pot right. stickers. If that's all you want, yeah. Or if you just want the bread pudding, go to Tambu Lounge. That's the little lounge outside of Ohana. Um, sit at the bar, get a drink. You don't have to sit at the bar. Actually, you can sit in the little area that's more toward the lobby, and they'll they'll have a server come over. Um, and you can order those. You can order the Ohana bread pudding. Usually you can get the pot stickers, the sometimes the noodles, not always. Um, I've been told before, no, we don't have any noodles today, um, which is weird. But Because uh, they do back in the yeah, kitchen. But the pot stickers I've gotten, the sticky wings I've gotten. Because, I mean, we're owners at, at Polly, so mm-hmm. I've frequented Tambu Lounge, and I really enjoy it. But I don't always want to have to spend the money for a Ohana dinner. But, man, that pineapple bread pudding with the, oh, I can't even talk. It's so good. <laughs> My mouth is watering right now. If you know, you know. Yeah. Put it that way. All right. So, what's your number two? So my number two is um, a restaurant that is borderline quick service, but it's not quick service. It's table service. And I say it's borderline because cost-wise, it's about, for a family, it's about the same. And that's Via Napoli. I've talked about Via Napoli a lot on this show. Yep. Via Napoli is a great place to eat as a family if you want Good Italian food, you can get some good Italian food there. But that's not why I go there. I go there for the pizza. The pizza is the best pizza on property, and it makes me hate the fact that the rest of the pizza on property is awful because this pizza is really, really good. So what's your estimate of sort of the the diameter of this pizza? So, I mean, I don't get a circular pie when we go there. And I hate that I just called it a pie because it's not a pie. But whatever, that's just me. Um, I don't I don't like calling it pie. But they get the uh, they have like the half meter pizza, <laughs> which is like insane. Wow. Uh, so it's like your typical kind of sheet pizza type stuff. Um, the bottom is so crispy. If you like a good Neapolitan style pizza, go here, right? And and get you know we usually split the half and do like, okay, well one half we'll do like pepperoni or something. And, um, then we'll get like a pizza margarita on the other half or does the crispy bottom mean it's wood fired? It is. Okay. It is in a, I know a little bit about that, but I was, I know you know a lot more about that stuff specifically in those big giant. So they have three big giant ovens that have faces on them for like the, they're the mountains of, uh, so there's like Vesuvius or Vesuvio and like, I, I can't remember. You're, I'm probably wrong. doesn't matter. I haven't eaten there, FYI. So this is this one's um, all Nick. It's, it, the pizza is like the best 
It's literally the best pizza I've had outside of New York City. Um, they they bring in water from from Italy. What? Yeah, it's crazy. The attention to detail. Wow, that's um, really impressive. The, their dough they make you know the day ahead, so it ferments um, for for the day. So it's a little bit more. It's certainly glutinous, right? And that's that's that would be an issue for you. Yeah, I have no um, clue if they even have the ability to make something gluten-free there. I'm sure they do. I've never even I, looked into it. I'm sure they do, but I can also guarantee you it's not the same. Like, it, I wouldn't even have even bothered saying, hey, let's try to go there and get you some gluten-free pizza because I can't speak for it. What I can speak for is that their regular pizza is absolutely bonkers good. And I've I've had some arancini there that, that was pretty good, um, but that's not why I go there. I go there to get a big old pizza that my whole family can enjoy and it's not expensive i can't remember off the top of my head because i know it's probably the next question but like it was certainly the cheapest meal it's the cheapest table service meal we have whenever we go that's great um and and it's just a it's great i love this place love 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 it so uh run don't walk is what i would say <laughs> um so that brings us to the big guys the yeah. number ones oh yeah all right and what do you got? I'm not even sure if this one's going to be on your list. I can guarantee you it's not. Okay. Because I can guarantee you you didn't put what I have number one. I hope this one's on your honorable mention because this was like one of our most fantastic experiences. It is. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, it's yeah. on my honorable mention, but okay, it's not good. on my list. Good. If it was not on your honorable mention, I would be shocked. No. Because this, I mean. This as, is number six. As far as food goes, the food was good. Good to great, I would say. I would put it at yeah, right. High good. Yes. Yeah. Good. We agree. We agree on that one. But my number one is Teppanetto. Yeah. And I think you knew I was going to say that. Yeah, absolutely. So the main reason that this one is number one is is just the experience was incredible. I mean, this was this would probably be I don't know if I'd say top five, but top ten coolest most fun experiences we've had at Walt Disney World. I, I will say that it might have been my most like, the most memorable meal I think I will ever have at yeah. Walt Disney World yes um I mean seeing the, our son's reaction oh, to, the, so to the show funny um the pictures of them oh my goodness it is great so I mean it's it's you know it's a Japanese um, hibachi, hibachi yeah. place they cook the food right in front of you uh these these Japanese uh, cooks that come out. Is there a specific name for them? Do they have like like I'm saying chefs. I'm saying uh-huh. cook or chef. I don't yes, know if they're. Yeah. I'm sure there's a Japanese word that's that's used for them. But they. I mean, we had the room that we were in. I think there were four different prep tables. There were, uh, and all four of them, I would say, put on a completely different show and had completely different styles. Now, if you're listening and going, what do you mean by show and style? So if you haven't experienced this before. These Japanese chefs come out, and they have um, knives and spatulas. They'll juggle them. They'll spray the oil on the cooktop and make these giant flames or smoke. We had uh, one of the chefs next to us actually chopped up onions to make a a, a giant Mickey Mouse head. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And, you know, I'm kind of watching out of the corner of my eye the other two in the back. I'm not going to say anything specific, but they all had kind of their own different style and different flair. Mm-hmm. As, you know, let's say you get, um, you know, four different rock and roll singers. They all have their own distinct, you know, Axl Rose is going to sound completely different than Robert Plant. And that's kind of the way these are. They, they're they're kind of artists, if you want oh, to put it that 100% way. They're, are. It's a 
performance and like our sons I we've never seen our sons have no. the expressions on their face of shock and awe and wonder and excitement and everybody else enjoyed it too but specifically both of our sons they were on the opposite end of the table so we could see them clear across and part of the show not only was the Japanese chef and juggling like you know knives and spatulas but like just seeing our kids and what an awesome experience it was for them was like I mean that alone was worth the um, you know the, the the price tag for the entire trip, you know. But um, yeah, Teppanetto. Keep in mind, folks, you got to <laughs> your finger has to be on the trigger if you want to get, get a book that specific. Place. Yeah, it was not easy to get a reservation for. It, it's in Japan, obviously in in Epcot. It's way in the back. It's on the second floor, and um, highest of recommendations to experience that. It's expensive, but it's you know it's incredible so the reason that it's not on my list is because you can experience something extremely similar if not completely similar because if you get somebody who's not doing disney ish type stuff with it it's then it's the same as you and i could experience you know in the nearest city right Mm -hmm. Um, at any old hibachi um for a little bit less now hibachi in general is expensive um, so I don't think it's that ridiculously boosted in price, considering how expensive hibachi generally is. Mm-hmm. Food was great. It's definitely number six on my list. But the reason it didn't make the list had to do more of the fact that like I can experience something very similar, if not the same, for a little bit less money yep. uh, locally and not have to be awake at 6 a.m., uh, 60 days ahead of time <laughs> to ready click, to click re- that button yeah, to ready to pull the trigger on that. Yep. So that's the only reason that it didn't make it higher than six. My number one should not be a surprise to anybody who's listened to me talk about this place. So Teppanetto, you said, I said was probably my most memorable meal mm-hmm. by far the best dining experience, the best meal I've ever had at Disney. If not ever period at a restaurant, was Topolino's Terrace. Yep. That that dinner. I knew you were going to say that yeah, too. <laughs> that that dinner was phenomenal. The server was great. Now, look, I get it. This isn't for everybody. Not everybody can is willing to drop the money on this meal. If you have a special occasion and you're looking for a place to go and you're thinking do I want to do California Grill? Do I want to do such and such? Do, you know, what do I want to do? Topolino's has to be in the discussion. It is so good. Um, their server, their servers are so knowledgeable of everything on the menu that you can tell them this kind of stuff you like, the stuff you you typically eat, and they will give you recommendations. The appetizer menu, all the way through the dessert menu, is really amazingly creative and themed to the Mediterranean. Um, the desserts, I can speak to every single one of them because we ordered literally the dessert menu. When we got done, we said we need to try everything. It was an expensive meal. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it was a cheap meal. It was not. We were there celebrating my mother's uh, birthday. Um, it was a special occasion. Um, you know, So I don't regret the money we spent on it. Um, by far the best meal I have ever had at Disney. And like I said, if it's not the top meal I've ever had, it's certainly the top one I can remember ever having at a restaurant. It's that good. 
Uh, I mean, we walked in there with kids, and the server was really pleasant with the children. And, you know, like, my son is a foodie, really. And so... He is. He's <laughs> he's telling the truth. So, you know, here he, here he I, is. I don't know too many fifth graders that are foodies, but he definitely is. I mean, here he is at nine years old when we're there, and the chef asks him, you know, what he would like, and he's probably expecting him to order off the kids' menu. And he's <laughs> like, I would like the filet. And the guy's like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? He's like, yeah, I want the, the oak-fired filet, and I would like that um, medium-rare. And so he talks about that particular meal still, just like I do. He loved it there. He can't wait to go back. Um, so, yeah, Topolino's Terrace is my number one restaurant that I have dined at at Disney World. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to look into it and see what options that, that we'll have. But, you know, I'm yeah. I'm down to try anything, you know, as long as there's options for us and mm-hmm. we can eat there, too. We're um, always looking to try new things, and, um, and but we weren't always like that. Right. You know, for a long time, it was we're going with what's safe, but from what we found from going around Walt Disney World is you know, any any place we eat, so the chef will come right out if if they know that there's a gluten allergy or you know shellfish, peanut, whatever. The chef will come out and say, "You can have this, 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 and this, or we can change this to make it work for you." And um, I can't think of a time at Disney that any of family member has had a reaction to uh, anything that we've eaten. Yeah. And that's really, really good yeah. statistic to have. Yeah. So so what's on your honorable mention? Do you have any? Well, I have a couple. Um, I, I mentioned the cantina already, so we're not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend too much time on that one. Um, the food around Galaxy's Edge, I think, was, was pretty cool. I don't think it would be on my top five. I like the uniqueness. I like the experience. I mean, uh, the bar was great. When, the, when we went to Oga's, that was a lot of fun. It wasn't really like food kind of a restaurant. I don't know if you could consider that or not. No, I wouldn't. Um, we had breakfast over there at uh, the name's escaping me right now. It's the one with the big uh, pod racer engine. Mm-hmm. And that our breakfast there was great. Um, and then uh, the other place that I put on my list that I would probably never choose to go to, but it was awesome, was Tiffin's. And we um, we got the gluten-free churros there, and I got um, tacos, which had the kind of spices you were talking about earlier, where it's it's kind of that warming sort African, of spice. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. African spice. It was so, so good. So those are a couple of the places that I, I, I really liked a whole lot. What do you have? Yeah, so we've already talked about a couple of the things that were on my honorable mention, right? The Teppanetto, obviously, and, um, you know, I I personally kind of put, um, uh, you know, Beach House or Beach House, Beaches and Cream on, uh, on my honorable mention just solely based on service. But the one that really didn't make my list only because I ran out of room was Homecoming. And Homecoming is by Chef Art Smith over in Disney Springs. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it too. And it is really good like down down home country cooking you almost walk by it like i've it's kind of around the corner from uh blaze fire pizza mm-hmm. and like that kind of area yeah it's a great location it's uh it's almost it looks so normal and natural and it's it doesn't have like a giant sign or no it's it, not obnoxious no, it's, it's not it's really really it looks great i mean yeah, the food's great the atmosphere is great um it just I ran out of room honestly on my on my list here yeah uh, and and quite literally you run out of room when you order there because you get the, <laughs> Christine McCarthy is not running any sort of uh, um 
of a game over there, they are definitely giving you the full-size portions. If you want some fried chicken, they've got a crazy um, – uh, they have a – was it instead of chicken and waffles, a chicken and donuts. It's awesome. Yeah. So but like, yeah, that, that's an honorable mention right there. Fried chicken's are specialty, right? Yeah, that and just like barbecue type stuff. Yeah. And they make they have like a moonshine bar, which is kind of cool. Uh, but it's yeah. a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. Welcome back to Diz List. That's the podcast. Can we start over? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to leave it. All right, we'll use this at the end. Okay.